Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is the Creative Curiosity Podcast. For those who don't know me, my name is Timothy Telepis, and this is my co-host, Anthony. Famous Stocklius. And we are, yeah, Creative Curiosity, uh, episode two, round two. Yep, Excited to back. be here, Tim. We are excited and motivated to have another crack at this and continue learning and growing in this really uh, awesome and fun way so yeah so those who don't know the general premise of the show essentially we're just uh we're two young humans who are curious about the creative world and uh each episode will sort of uh discuss you know the the arts uh life and um every, everything in between and uh, we'll just see where the conversation takes us but yeah we're we're really we're really wanting to to learn to question to yeah, hopefully end each conversation with an open mind, I think. Correct. Yeah, and like we're not we're not experts, we're not gurus, we're not Yeah. We don't know everything about everything, but what we do have is passion and excitement about various things that we speak about in every podcast that we do have and even in general life, Timmy, when you and I usually conversate or chat frequently yeah. like all the time. Yeah, yeah. We we're very curious and open-minded people and excited, so that's what we try mm. and aim to bring uh, through this podcast and I guess not so much as a know-it-all vibe but more so a, a happy and, and curious uh open-mindedness if mm. you will mm. if you will so that's what we try and I do here that. i love that you like that yeah. yeah yeah and before we before we get started let me just point out that episode one was a surreal feeling um just getting it out there and seeing it out and about in the world we got some amazing feedback so many listeners uh it was really it was, it was an amazing feeling actually definitely it was uh definitely interesting to listen to your voice i think that's one thing mm. all humans fear yeah. in some capacity i remember when i was young i would absolutely loathe the idea of hearing my voice mm. back on a video player or something like that because i'm old we have video plays back then you know um but yeah no definitely it was it was cool to hear yeah. uh, our voices and people's feedback and the energy and joy people felt listening to us, you know, local guys who were just having a crack mm. at having a conversation, you mm. know, and that was a really nice thing to do. So it's, it's almost a very, it's a tantalizing feeling because you want to keep doing better and better. Yeah. And that's what we try and aim to do. And we're going to get better at conversation and we're going to get better at all these other things. And we just hope that, you know, we can improve like every single public person does in every single day of their life. So yeah, that's all we can aim to do. Mm. I'll just share a personal moment. Um, Cause obviously those who don't know me and uh, Tony, we are uh, play in uh play soccer together. We're in the same team at our uh, Yarraville glory, the glory, the lads. Yeah. The lads. Um, and yeah, driving to training is like my podcast listening time. If I'm not in the mood for music, it's always the podcast going up. And it was just a, unreal feeling seeing our name our cover art up against like right next to all these other amazing shows on the same platform it was uh it was quite the quite yeah the moment, i'm actually, actually still blown away by that cover art because so timmy created most of the cover art i think using his amazing skills on various media platforms yes but that is such a you know cool cover art i think i i've heard a lot of positive feedback about that cover art so mm. timmy's very creative in that world I don't know about much else, but you know, he tries. I guess I he try. tries. He tries try. hard. Yeah, he's a good kid. Thanks, man. That's it. No worries. I, pre- man. I appreciate all it. Good. All You're a really nice dude. Yeah, I'm a nice guy. I try and be nice to you, Timmy. You're really, to, you know, really kind. Break the ice and get the conversation flowing. But you know, but honestly, like in all seriousness, I'm really uh, impressed by the media design of our whole uh, comprehensive, curious, and creative world. Wow. World with the like the hands to accentuate the importance. You know what I mean? 
Wow. Thank you. I Unbelievable. Know. But anyway, I know. I get it. It's cool. Anyway, guys, moving on, we have a very special guest here today. Joining us on the couch or on the single chair opposite from us, we have my good friend Zahir. Hi. On the show. Welcome. Thanks for having me, Zahir. guys. Let me just say, this is a lot more nerve-wracking than I anticipated. Mm. On the way here, I was, you know, I was thinking I'm boys with Tim, never met Tony. Yeah. Going to meet Tony. Mm. But, um, yeah, I was like, no, it's going to be fine. Just flow, you know, yeah. easy combos. But it's, once the mic is in front of you, it gets a bit nerve-wracking. Definitely. I just thought, like, when you said Zahir, I just thought, like, Zahir is here. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of, cool. you're, you're a teacher. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. when you do the roll call? Yeah. I used to have this thing in primary school where the teacher would say, Zah, and I'd say, here. That's, oh my. dude, that is insanely wow. cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Zahir is here, and that's my link to my teaching as well. Yeah. Mm. Good guest. He knows, he, he started, he he started the host. Even though we only met about an hour ago, he gets I think it. you're pretty cool, man. Thanks, bro. I'm oh, all good, man. No On stress. the ball already. On the ball. <laughs> it's great to have you here. Um, so before we begin, I reckon you could just maybe for the listeners at home who maybe don't know a whole lot about you, maybe just give a quick rundown of who you are, what you do, and quick rundown. Quick rundown. Um, okay. Everybody calls me Z. Mm. Not many people know my full name, and I don't know. I like to keep it that way. Sometimes you know, surprise me when they find out. Yeah. My name is Zahir. My surname is Asia Adam. Mm. I'm 22. Yep. Um, yeah, Timmy and I went to school together. Mm-hmm. Made in year seven. Um, yeah, that's a, the best rundown I can give you. That that's, a nice, that's a nice, concise well, rundown. Yeah, We've got now, a podcast to run, you know mate. Can, we, can you give us a bit more than that? For now, you know, uh, I don't know. That's all right. No, David, leave him alone. We'll oh, get sorry. into it. Sorry, settle down, settle down. Relax. Okay, cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so starting out high school, we'll, we'll begin there because that's where, we, that's where our friendship began. That's yeah, where we met. We became friends in high school. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah. I think it was year seven or year eight. It was. A yeah, we became friends in year seven. Yeah, year seven. Um, yeah, Timmy and I, we always lived down the road from each other. We still do. Mm. Um, but yeah, he went to he went to a different primary school. We met in year seven. Yeah. I don't know. We just sort of, nobody knows how they really become friends. Like either it's a moment or mm. you just become friends as you do. Yeah, yeah. Timmy and I became friends and we've been close ever since. Mm. Um. And yeah, I don't know, throughout the years, we've kind of like emerged into the same, like, you know, the same field in a way. We we have really similar interests. Yes. Yeah. Do. I feel like we sort of, we bonded over this, I feel like there's a lot of young guys sort of bond over, which is obviously sport. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's where we connected Sport's most. Sport's a big one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, you played soccer, I played basketball. Yeah. Timmy, uh... Timmy loved the Lakers. I yep. loved Kobe Bryant. Timmy mm-hmm. loves Kobe Bryant. Um, we bonded over that. Yep. And I don't know. We had the same kind of... Um, we're on the same wavelength, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, throughout throughout high school, we were... To be, to be fair, you and I always hung out out of school. But sometimes during school, we'd, you'd be upstairs, I'd be outside. We wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't be hanging out sometimes during school in yeah, class. Yeah, it was a weird sort of friendship where we were, yeah, we were super close. But yeah, during those breaks. Probably closer than have, anybody else. I feel like we were, we were drifters. We had that many friends groups. Yeah, yeah, we were yeah. just like, oh yeah, we'll hang out with them today, them today, them today. And yeah. we sort of never were in the same area. Yeah. <laughs> but we really had weird. our we had our group. Yeah, yeah, we did. We had we our group did, yeah. that we were really close with. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And um, so it's interesting because... 
talking about the creative world is interesting as to hear your your perspective on how you sort of found yeah. that because obviously high school wasn't wasn't for you i guess we could no, say that it no. didn't agree with you i hate school the, yeah so yeah. yeah it's interesting how you came to that and yeah i don't that. know when i never took any creative subjects at yeah, all exactly that's at the, all yeah. maybe i did drama maybe but other than that i don't know to me like I don't know about you, Tim, but mm. at some point, I kind of just, just I, it came at like after school. I kind of drifted into the film space. Yeah. But um, no, during, I was extremely naughty. Tim and I were in the same year level. I started a year early, so I was meant to graduate when I was seventeen. Um, and Tim was a perfect student. We had we had a good well contrast. Behaved. You could say that. Were you well behaved? No, he he was he was a perfect student. He was he was really well behaved academically he was really good mm. and we were Smart. best friends and the contrast was i was not a very good student i would get suspended maybe three times a year and by the time we were in year nine timmy was on track to do beautifully i i was on a behavior uh behavior management contract which meant if i continued to get suspended they'd expel me so you were like the quintessential bad kid at school yes but yeah he was definitely I, that I really? was yeah. I was bad with teachers. I wasn't a bad, bad kid, you know. Yeah. There were kids worse than me who like outside of school were doing bad things as well. I was just really, really naughty. So were you naughty for what purpose though? Because I think there's always a purpose to be naughty. I think you're not going to like this because you're a teacher, but I, had, I always had like this idea where I knew if a teacher didn't like me. Because teachers will say all the time, no, I like everything. That, no, the human... You don't like some people, that's fine. I know when they don't like me. But I never felt that I had to respect every teacher. And which might be very rude. Mm. But I always had this thing where I know you don't respect me, so I'm not going to respect you. What, you're teaching at a Albert Park College? You know, public... Like, come on. I, I, I'm not meant to have respect for you. But I was still respectful in a way. Where sometimes it would get in the way and... I just wanted to talk back and, you know, be kind of stupid and stuff in class. And that's where I started getting into a lot of trouble. Um, but yeah, and then once I hit year 10, year 11, they gave me an ultimatum. They were like, either you leave or you repeat. This is how bad it's getting. Academically, I was doing terribly. Right? That, that's no secret. I was just, I was awful. And uh, yeah, so I decided to repeat. And then Timmy hit year 12 and I was still in year 11. And we made it work somehow. To me graduated. Did you sort of straighten up a little bit in year twelve or not at all? Not at all. No. You just got through it to for the for the sake of getting through it, right? Yeah. I was like the only reason I stayed, to be honest, was I didn't want to be that one kid that that dropped out when all my other friends graduated. And that's it. I didn't want to be the sole reason. It yeah, wasn't I don't want to be the other getting a good ATAR or getting to a university. I didn't get an ATAR. Like didn't get an ATAR. Nah. My assistant principal told me, she said, Look, you're not getting a score. You just need to get out of here. I'm going to help you graduate, but you just, by the time I was in year 12, I was only in two subjects. That's wow. how, yeah. But um, there's a really funny story. I don't know if Tim's okay with me saying this, but when Tim, when Tim graduated, mm. um, I was doing a couple of the same subjects as he was. And I was, in, I was in year 12 doing English. And can I say this? Uh, yeah. Well, we're at, what I they see, do? I do you know the fine. story? Do you know the story? He knows exactly you know what I'm talking going? about. Yes, but I mean, I'll just say this wasn't in my control. I was just being, yeah, no, I no, was being a nice no, guy. No, no, Tim was being a good friend. He did what he was meant to do. This is completely on me, um, you yeah. know. 
Uh, we. <laughs> I said, Tim, look, I got a, I got an assignment coming up, and I'm not, uh, I haven't studied, and I'm not gonna do it. I go, you did this last year. Can you send me yours? So like, yeah, your, yeah. Your name change. Yeah, he sent me his paper, and he said, whatever, you, change the words. Don't make it. Use it as a guide. Yeah, use it as a guide. Loosely use it. Make it your own yeah. words. And of course, what did I do? I just handed it in. Without changing anything. I didn't words, change anything. Which I didn't know about. That, and Tim didn't know. That paper that Tim got probably was a B or an A. Yeah, something like that. I got a D. Wait, For, how does that work? Not pro- maybe not even a D. That, you know, when I'm talking about teachers don't like me, that gave me every reason full to confidence. believe. Full confidence mm. that there's something against me. I handed the exact same paper in. T- Tim got a B or an A, probably probably an A. So not even changed and at all. I didn't change anything. So you definitely that was influenced by your behavior. That was the influence for the reason why you got such a lower mark. Yeah. Which makes no sense, right? Makes no sense. What a story. That's a really interesting yeah. that's a really interesting story. I had no idea. Yeah, and I knew they had it out for me. Ever since then I was like, look, I just want to get the hell out of school and just, you know, Start doing my own thing. It mustn't have. It, they probably wouldn't have even read it. The teachers. It must have. It might have been just a name and uh, wouldn't be, wouldn't surprise a judgment me. straight away. It was like, yeah. oh, it's this kid here. It's Z. You know, he's he's messed up a lot. So we're gonna yeah just, just assign him this because that's what he's been to us. And it might the be a good paper, and it was. Us. Yeah, it was really good, Tim. But yeah, now that was good out of your story. control. Tim was a good kid. Mm. Yeah, could, you probably could have changed a few words. You know what I mean? I changed my name. I changed the name. Let this guy up a little. bit. I changed the name and the date. That, that's what I did. <laughs> Wow. Interesting yeah. story there. But yeah, that's a really interesting concept. Yeah. Yeah. I can see how you felt that way, you know. Yeah. And, you know. Especially I, after that specifically, that might have reinforced maybe the... Bit of hatred. Yeah. yeah your 100%. apathy towards your education or your your learning environment at school with your teachers specifically. Yeah. I didn't care about doing well at that point. I was cheating on sacks. I was, yeah, I, I was doing whatever I could just to get out of there. Yeah. And it's not for everyone's school, you know. It's I not. We all have different... Everyone's got different ways of seeing the world and it's not for everyone. Definitely isn't for everyone. 100%. You need the bad kids, you need the good kids. Mm. Yeah. Like that's life. You need doctors, you need policemen, you need you need everything because there's the yin and the yang, you know. You need everything to happen for, for yeah. life to be normal yeah, and fine, you know. I have a question. <laughs> it's interesting that you've had this such a negative relationship with schooling and the yeah. school setting and yeah. teachers and you being a student and... So it's interesting as to why after high school you wanted to go into a screenwriting course. Yeah. So what made you? I know I know it's a completely different vibe, and it's actually on you know subject that you became interested in. Yeah. That's when your, you know, interest for film it started developing, and as we said before, you were you know you're looking at details. It's not just oh have you seen this? You're actually analyzing things, and you're becoming more interested in the process. Yeah. So I get that, but again you had such a negative thing in high school. So yeah. why go back going to studying again? Yeah. I think my negative attitude towards high school was kind of simply because I didn't like teachers. I didn't like the subjects that I chose to do yep, and I okay. didn't like how it played out, but I was always in, I was always going to be interested in things that I like. Yep. You know what I mean? English. I liked a lot. So I don't know straight out. I grew up a bit. That's the thing. Yeah. I, okay. I wasn't I, like I wasn't with the mentality. Hey, like I had a I had a bad time in high school. I didn't do well, so I'm just not going to go to uni. I'm not going to study. That that wasn't the case with me. Mm. I was like, if I find something I'm interested in, obviously I'm going to do it. Yeah. Plus, I had pressure from my mom and stuff to not 
to you know go and do something go study mm. so yeah and then straight out of high school that's when timmy timmy and i kind of emerged into this whole film thing where you know we'd go for dinners or we talk about this film stuff like that um it was a big interest and we both really liked it and timmy was obviously doing his thing so i kind of decided if this is what you know i want to write films i do and tim does as well um and it's potentially something that we want to do together sometime um but yeah i was like i might as well try do screenwriting course mm. didn't end up finishing it yeah but you know i stayed for a semester i enjoyed it and now i know that's what i want to do so whether or not i stick with it or graduated or whatever is a different story but yeah i definitely want to do it and the reason for stopping or just moment um just yeah just, mo- just timing yeah moment everything yeah yeah so yeah something that you really want to revisit yeah but i, I loved it mm. yeah it's one of the first things that i can say like outside of outside of school that hey like i really love doing this yeah it was fun for me well that's definitely a positive that's good that's yeah. something to work with i guess moving forward mm. um you always identified what you want to do. Like, I- even if it's not long-term, and I think there's such a pressure to find out what you want to do long-term. Yes. Even if it's for short-term, it's like, it's what's giving you fulfillment at the moment and it's what's getting you excited about things. Yeah, it gets me excited. That's Definitely. that's what it does, yeah. And when you watch a film or something, you sort of, I uh, maybe would have wrote something different in that part. Or that, oh that my moment. God, all the time. You know what I mean? You yeah, sit yeah. analyzing it, but it, there's such a, I feel like there's such a pressure to, this is what I want to do. Like, how on earth do you know what you want to do for the next 30 or 40 years? Because, realistically we're going to be working for the next 30 or 40 50 right, years right. how long we, until we die yeah but that's so nice that it's given you this short-term fulfillment mm-hmm. you know and it's yeah. given you purpose and, and drive mm, and that's yeah. that's good enough as opposed to having this long-winded oh this is what i'll do forever you know it's such a something we definitely get caught up in for sure like even me myself i'm always thinking long term long term and then day by day is just going past and you, you know you realize yeah exactly. you sort of get lost in the thought you get lost in yeah. what you're trying to you get lost in the concept of, of how you should know what to do. Yeah. And it's such a, we live in such a forced society that makes us think that. Yeah. And you, like I came out of school and you, and you found that screenwriting and you might not have finished the course, but like you said, now you, you watch movies and you sort of, you critically analyze better. 100%. Because yeah. you started it and you know about it. And yeah. that's a really beautiful thing. Mm. And it's giving you that fulfillment. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really, really, really cool. And you want to do a bit about screenwriting as well, right? Yeah, like, you, you want to write a screenplay one day as well? Yeah, I mean, we've always had this uh, idea of wanting to make some sort of short film together. Yeah, or just, you know, short films awesome. in general. We'll always, like, um, brainstorm ideas, but we, we're we yet to have, like, a sit down and, like, really, like, you know, get into it. But I feel like that's, like, a good process to have because whenever I'm, like, idea developing or things like that, very rarely I sit down and I think about things. Mm. Nothing's going to come. Uh, it's always just in the moment i'll be like oh idea yeah jot yeah. it down come back to it later and then reassess it so that's why i think we're at that stage now where we haven't sat down and you know discussed things yet we're just sort of coming up with uh you know a range of ideas or thoughts or things that we could possibly use yeah. as a starting point and i think once we get that going then we can narrow it narrow it down yeah. and then focus in on it but um yeah it's all definitely in the works how did you go um, with your experience yeah, yeah, me. So good. So Louis and I, my brother, who was in episode one. If you haven't watched that yet, guys, Tune have in. a watch. YouTube. Like, subscribe, please. Um, no, you're not forced to. It's fine. But no, we we have this little book. So we have like a little ideas book, and we we jot down ideas when we. But when we do it, we we sit there for hours. Yeah. And we we'll watch a we we'll watch a, a range of videos on on Vimeo. So we jump on Vimeo a lot. 
You guys use Vimeo? Vimeo is really yeah, cool. Watch it, yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's a fun. Like it's got the coolest short films. They do short of the week and stuff as well. So we we sit there and really immerse ourselves in the idea of it, mm. and we try and just branch off and we use words and we'll look at synonyms of different words and we'll look at lyrics of songs and bits of songs that we like or sound passages of songs that inspire a thought. So we sit there for hours and we get our book out and we just jot ideas and then one thing leads to another. And it's I find it really cool to have a, a partner to do it with. Yeah. Because I know sometimes if I would sit down by myself, it gets a little bit more challenging because even if you don't appreciate that idea of the other person, it might inspire something anyway. Mm. So we, I think we, we work well in the sense that I'm a bit more, I sort of more like the insanity of like a art house movie. Yeah, yeah. Like I like a bit of craziness and, and a bit of, a bit of bonkers energy. Whereas Louis is a bit more grounded in reality. So we sort of mesh the ideas of, you know, my real artsy art house experience and enjoyment and like the more groundedness in reality experience yeah, yeah so yeah we just sit there Good and we just immerse ourselves we immerse ourselves in the moment you know yeah. and we sit there for hours and we just try and really use the space as well that's here yeah. and it all creates like a like an energy you know mm. yeah that was like a full hippie rant that's a really it's the space of energy I, you I know to me and it's, cool here, it's the it's the space you know but also i think i think it's good when it's a duo correct i like yeah. duos that you know you and your brother would be so close correct so even if even if there's disagreements or something, you work like because you're so close. Yeah, you can fight about it, sure, but you can also work around it and like see the other's point. That that Timmy and I have a pretty good common. Like we kind of bounce off each other. Mm. No pun intended, but yeah. <laughs> but we're like, you know what I mean? Like if 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 I have a bad idea, you probably tell me. If you had a bad idea, I'd, I'd tell you. That's no personal like that. judgment either. Is yeah, it? it's always exactly good to get yeah, feedback. Yeah. It's always good to have a different perspective as well. Yeah, Having yeah. that second perspective to come in and it gives you another way of looking at things. And yeah, it's good for yeah analyzing and creating in general. I yeah. guess. And yeah, it hurts sure. sometimes. It bruises your ego a little bit if someone doesn't like your idea. Yeah, of course. And it's like oh, I thought about this for ages. I've been stewing on this, and I thought it was really good. But I think that's the beauty of you know, being mature and appreciating yeah. the comment, you know, for what it is. And it probably can inform your work to be better, even yeah. though it hurts initially. Mm. So outside of the short film and cinema and, you know, that sort of realm, yeah. what other things have you been, uh, I guess, creating or ex exploring with? Good question. Um, I don't know. Outside of that, not much, to be honest. Outside of that, not much. But um, yeah, I've... Yeah. <laughs> Let me just... I'll, I'll, I'll bring up a topic here. Okay. You had a phase... I feel like I went through a phase as well. Where everyone was like watching vlogs on YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And you yourself haven't done a lot behind the camera. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. I feel like you're very confident. You like being in front of the camera. Right, right. You like the entertainment. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're like a showman, I guess, okay. you could say. Yeah. And yeah, there was a phase, even myself, like I went through a vlog phase, not creating them, but like watching them, you know, like your David Dobrik's, your Casey Nice, that's, you know. All Dude, those I used guys. to watch Logan and Jake Paul when I was like deluded in my mind <laughs> in the 15, 16 years, man. I used to watch Logan Paul videos. Yes, that's a confession, people. Wow. But yeah, not anymore, <laughs> you know, but sorry, I, I cut you off, but I had to interject and 
you know, just start making myself sound a little bit silly. It's all good sometimes. That's all right. That's really interesting. That's We're okay. all hearing. Hey, no, hearing I like Logan, I like Logan Paul. Really? I like, yeah, I love Logan Paul. That's really. Do you watch his podcast and stuff? Yeah, I watch his podcast. Yeah, Impulsive. Yeah, yeah I've seen. Like, I've seen a few episodes. Yeah, he got some interesting guests. No, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to back to you. Sorry. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Yeah. Big entertainer, but I. Yeah, so you started to shoot your own, is that correct? Yeah, no, you're spot on. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I'd ne- I never knew who David Dobrik was. Yes. Until somebody put me on. Mm. And I remember going through a good, this is going to sound cringy, but I remember going through a good year, like a good year just watching David Dobrik every day. Because, I don't know, there's something about, it kind of seems like it's all like, to me, it's like a TV show, to be honest. Like the episodes, in my opinion, they're just like, they're all characters, everything like that. And it's just, I don't know. There's just something about it. But I remember watching it with my friends and we'd always sit down and be like, hey, we could probably do that. You know, like you guys are funny enough. We're all funny enough. You could probably do that. For those who don't know David Dobrik, he's got a YouTube channel where he just posts vlogs for yeah. like four minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah. And it's basically him and his friends group just like doing what? Skits and things like that. Yeah, just Any whatever. random yeah. thing, four minutes and 20 seconds is just go, 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 go. Yeah. Continue. And um, and we were obsessed with it. Um, like, it was just unbelievable how much I was obsessed with it. But um, yeah, and then all of a sudden I was like, all right, let's do this. So, yeah, I made I made like a couple of vlogs. They sort of popped off, didn't they? Yeah, one did. The first one did. Yeah, and it was really exciting to be honest. It was exciting. Just what do we mean? Like, it sort of got a bit gained a bit of traction. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like the first one that I posted, um, I think got like a thousand views in like a week. And to me, to somebody else, that's like, but to me, that's really I, cool, man. I to like me, that. I was that's like, awesome. oh my god, like you know, I could keep yeah. doing this would be good. Um, I've made it a thousand views. <laughs> yeah, literally you know, I can retire. I can pay my parents' house and debts off. You know, no, Tony. Literally, that that, yeah, that yeah. was my. I, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was so excited, and then obviously COVID hit, and I couldn't do. You know, I wanted to. I wanted to film with my friends, but I couldn't. Um, so it kind of just died down. I had like, I have like four vlogs that I just never ended up posting, because like the time in between everything. Yeah, but it's definitely something I want to keep doing and. I might as well, while I'm 22, I might as well keep doing it. Would you say like, you know, obviously someone who really enjoys vlogs and yeah. you, would you say there's still a good market for it? Oh, uh, I... Would you say the sort of boom periods passed in, in, in a way? I don't think it's passed. I definitely don't think it's passed. But I feel like, you know, especially in like this realm where it's like, I don't know any other vlogs that haven't like, I don't know any vloggers who don't have kind of David Dobrik status. Like I don't watch anything that isn't that big if, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm going to compare myself to, let's be honest, like the king of YouTube, you know, you're not going to get far. So it's kind of like I have to, you know, get out of it, whatever I put in. But at the same time, it's like, I do care about views. I, I will care about views because on YouTube, that's, you know, success rate is like Correct. It's everything. Correct. And I want to be that person that's like, Hey, I don't care what people think. I'm just going to do me. And you can do that. You have to be aware that like, if you're going to, if you're going to keep people going to, you know, say things and you're going to like it, sometimes you're not. Um, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with, I think there's such a, 
there's nothing wrong with getting a few views. Like if, if you're posting purely for the views, then maybe not. But if you're posting and doing what you want to do and getting views for it, there's nothing wrong oh, with a bit of vanity relating to views. It's such a, uh, I don't think it's a very healthy thing to be like, oh, you know, I don't care about any views or nothing like that. There's nothing wrong with getting some viewers and, and you know, catering it towards a specific audience, but not entirely, hmm. you know, aligning your whole vlog towards a specific audience, but letting it come through in a natural manner and enjoying the views. Like mm. there's nothing wrong with enjoying the views in that sort of, in that vain way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Even That's just the end result anyway. I mean, even is, yeah. just enjoying the process. I mean, it, I'm sure it'd be just be extremely fun to just shoot it. It's a it. dope process. It yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, Especially when you go back and edit, see everything, like all the funny things that, you know, yeah. that have happened. It's dope. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, yeah. That's so, really so you've stopped at the moment. And yeah, but lately I've been filming it? a bit. Lately I've yeah. been filming a bit. Yeah. Mm. And it's exciting. Yeah. I reckon, you know, just knowing you a little bit, I feel like you've got the personality. You've got a, some charisma about you, I think, you know? Got some good interest as well. So I think that's that's the most important thing, isn't it, with vlogging? Because there's so many vloggers out there. It's you got to communicate that personality. Yeah, that's your point of difference. It if is. you're not visually or creatively doing something different, mm. like something that's not just putting your camera up and shooting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I reckon it's all in the personality, and I feel like that's something that you definitely have. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, exciting times ahead, I reckon. Yeah, 100%. Now, vlog, vlogging's, yeah. I, I, look, I don't think it's ever really going to die, but... You know, I think of the golden age of vlogging from like 15, 2015, 2014, to like 2017. Everyone was using those Casey Neistat intros. You know, those, oh like, those, those beats yeah. that we, even we use in our podcast and stuff. <laughs> you know, they sort of like, you know, the chilled out jazzy yeah. um, drum beats that they sort of come through. Mm. And they, they create such a conversational and open-mindedness sort of field, right? Mm. When you look at a Casey Neistat video, it's got that big white text at the start, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's flying his drones, he's coming towards his camera. Yeah. I just remember that so vividly. Yeah. That golden age of vlogging was big. Yeah, and I mean, how old was Casey when he was doing that? What's you know, that? How old was Casey when he was doing that? Oh man, he was it, in his 30s, hey. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So I, I don't know, I kind of have this idea that if I don't do it now, I never will. Because I don't want to be, I don't think I'd want to be 35 and start, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm if I can do it now, then I'm gonna do it now. Yeah, but I feel like it could just be a never-ending thing. You know, that's the beauty yeah. about YouTube and things like podcasts. It's like it's something that's ongoing. You can always revisit it, and I feel like unless, I mean, it won't ever disappear. Or, you know, you can always still make these things. So yeah, I feel like that's a that's the beauty of it. I reckon. Yeah. So I I wouldn't. I that's personally up to you. Obviously, I'm not saying you know you've got your whole life to post vlogs or whatever. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I feel like it's just a it's a never ending thing. Ah, like, for sure. That's it's, the, it's a yeah. creative journey. And you know what's it'd be cool to like see a, a vlogger who's been vlogging for thirty years and just to be a part of their development as a person and Yeah. You know, well that's how, what YouTube's about. Changed. Yeah, exactly. Even without vlogging without vlogging you see like somebody's first video compared to now. Yeah. First video could have been like five years ago and you see the progress. Yeah. The journey, yeah. Video the journey. Album. Yeah. Mm. It's good. That's just that's awesome. That brings me back to boyhood. But yeah. Oh, oh boyhood. Stop. You guys in boyhood? What a classic! Are we kidding? Made me a bit sad, to be dude. Uh, like just the whole the whole movie, you're just like this is life. And people tell me what irks me. What people tell me about that movie is nothing happens. Life happens. Like yeah. that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> nothing has to happen mm. for like for the movie to be entertaining. Yeah. If a movie's slow, it's okay for it to be slow. It doesn't need something to happen all the time. Yeah. Boyhood's like a prime example. You seem to love it. You love it. Oh boy, it's perfect. Yeah. It's I I actually agree with you. I, I don't think I've ever seen a film like Boyhood. Mm. I probably couldn't. couldn't tell I you don't think it. I have either. How 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 many years? Twelve years or something? Something like that. It was like it? yeah, twelve or fourteen. Yeah. Oh, 
What the span? Yeah. The, oh, I think it was longer. It was until yeah. from when he was a kid until he yeah, yeah, was, went to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. It's just an incredible film. Just it's just it's life. Mm. What, what a life. Like yeah. it's yeah. Anyway, who doesn't love Ethan Hawke? Oh, who doesn't what love Ethan Hawke? What a goat! What a goat! Like the legit goat. Been snubbed from the Oscars so many times. Oh. Performance in First Reformed. How that didn't have an Oscar nom. Um, did he get a nom? Mm, I don't no, think he got a nom. Don't think so. I don't think he got a nom. I think that's the year that Darkest Hour won, which was just a for what actor. It was it was a Gary Oldman, I yeah. think. Gary Oldman playing. I think it was Winston Churchill. If that's yeah. if my memory serves me correct. Yep. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But no, that's cool, man. I'm, I'd I'd love to watch some of your vlogs. Yeah. I've never seen any of your vlogs. You got to hit me up. Yeah. So what's your? Do you have a YouTube channel? Yeah, but I haven't posted anything. I haven't posted anything? All right. We'll I'll get it back up. We'll, we'll get it posted. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll share all the yeah, details. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to yeah. see them. Yeah, I'd love to see them. Even if you got some from the archives back in the day. Sure thing. I'd love to see them. Mm. Now, as for being behind the camera, yeah. as we mentioned before, you love being in front of the camera. Yeah. Um, and going back to the short film. So, you've done a bit of acting. Yeah. Um, so, maybe tell us a little bit about how you got into that. And, yeah. Go um, for it. Straight out of high school, I, it was like one of the things on my mind that I wanted to do. So, I mean, as like a lot of people do, you just sign up to whatever agency you can. So I signed up to an agency and I don't know, you get like any, any person in this position probably agree. You get like these extras gigs and you just do them mm. because I don't know, there's something exciting about being on a, being on a, a TV set or like a, a movie set or whatever, but it's boring and you know you know that deep down you don't want to keep being an extra but at the same time it's like do this for now and then build it up build it up build it up that that and that was my mentality but yeah um i did like uh i did a i, I wish i remember what it was called but it was a, it was a netflix show mm. that filmed um that was filmed in victoria Ooh, and cool. it pretty much funded my whole my whole trip to thailand yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I was an extra. Really on it. cool, man. And it, you know, paid for everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and the audition. So I've been three or four auditions, and every time, I've, I've never, I've never gotten one. Mm. But every time, the you know the nerves, it's just unbelievable. Like you get yeah. so. Is it really like? I'm thinking of. Like, I'm just thinking of, like, La La Land now where Emma Stone's character keeps going to auditions. Is it really that cutthroat with auditions? Like, do you it's have horrible. to really be sort of on point? Yes, because you know when you're not doing a good job. You know deep down inside. Like, Can you sort of, their reaction gives it away? Or what, what is that point? Their, yes, their voice, especially at the end when they say thanks, you know. Oh, exactly man. like... You can how, read that, yeah? Yeah, exactly oh, man, how that you... That sounds... Oh, my heart exactly, just, like, took a hit just then. Yeah. Exactly how you picture it to be. That's how it is. Even if you slightly think you do a good job, you're always leaving like, you know, like, I'm probably not going to get this. Mm. And that's just the truth. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I keep, I, I want to keep doing it yeah. and I will. Yeah, yeah. So would you, so obviously you did, you did drama class in high school. So it sort yeah. of stemmed from that. Yeah. Um, would you pursue any, you know, any further study or practice or, you know, yeah, I environments would. where you can pursue that yeah i want to go to acting school really probably need to go to acting school yeah. yeah um have you had prior experience with agencies and acting school in the past or something i've of? never been acting school never no never but um 
and throughout throughout the agencies, they, you know, they just give you these roles, and they're not like big big roles. You you just get them, and you'd be like, okay, yeah, I want to do this because I mean, they're paying you at the end of the day, right? I mean, you got a whole free trip to Thailand. Not a free trip, but like obviously, exactly you for that my point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Um, and obviously, I mean, you can guess how how much money is involved in it as well from mm-hmm. actors and everything. So yeah, it's, it's awesome though. That's such a what a cool thing to pursue acting, you know. I know, but I, that, I know but but, but that's the thing. That. It's like how many how many actors do you know right now? Right, heaps, like endless. Right, you can name endless actors. Mm. And the thing is that it seems like it seems like because there's so many actors and actresses that you could easily do it. Like you could easily be put in a, a film or whatever. Like you could easily do it. But for some reason, at the same time, you feel like it's one in a million. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's so much that you could possibly be doing, but then it's so hard to actually do that. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, do you get discouraged every time you don't get it? I mean, I, I don't have a, an acting career. Like my career hasn't even started, Yeah. but I already feel discouraged because I've been on four auditions for four, maybe, maybe three of them didn't air commercials and I got rejected every single time. So it's like, you know, do I keep trying? And, you know, that's before acting school. Maybe yeah. that's just my mind overthinking everything. But, yeah. yeah, that's kind of attitude that I have. Sounds like such a cutthroat industry. Man, that sounds intense. The confidence levels would have to be through the roof just the, to oh, keep at definitely. it and keep going. Yeah. That's why you respect sort of the, the late bloomers that come through. I know, I think Ben Mendelsohn's story is an interesting one. I think he was also, he started quite young, but he... He didn't quite crack some big roles until he was a lot older. Mm. So I think he was in Hollywood just like washing dishes at a restaurant while, you know, working part-time. And then I think he landed a few big ones. And I I don't know if the biggest one he landed was probably the start of his sort of Hollywood career. It was probably Dark Knight Rises, Mm -hmm. if I remember. Maybe he was in something else. I'm not sure. But that's where I really sort of saw him come through Mm -hmm. when he was playing that. I don't know what he was playing, but do you remember who? I don't know. It was like sort of the, I don't know, some sort of character, some sort of whatever he was yeah but yeah in a similar way it's like you know he's just persisted and pursued that because he loved it yeah. but i can imagine you know the discouragement you probably experience when you see that reaction from the um the judge or i don't know what they even called people hosting the auditions casting agents yeah the casting, casting agents yeah. that's there we go that's the right word yeah but i can imagine that'd be disheartening yeah you know but to think that hey like i'm to myself i you know i don't feel young but i don't feel old in the grand scheme of things, I'm probably you're young, younger. dude. You've got yeah, plenty yeah. of time, okay. but you've dabbled in so many things, which is so good for you. Mm. I think, yeah, that's such a good thing. Yeah, you know, you're young, you're 22, and you've you you, you want to pursue acting, you want to pursue screenwriting. That's an amazing sort of uh, segue into the sort of mid part of your 20s. You know, yeah, where you can really hone in and, and find what it is that makes you tick. Yeah, essentially, mm. it's beautiful. Definitely, so many experiences in so many different. Uh, fields of the industry. Yeah. It's always beneficial. Um, yeah. Wow. That's a, that's a really, uh, daunting. It f- feels like, yeah, I feel really it. deflated I felt right it. now. I felt it. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's pick just, it up. Yeah. Come on, Tim. Like let's pick it up. Let's go. I'm like, in the feels. Let's go. Let's pick it up. God damn. What do we got next? Come on, Tim. You're the dictator. Organize uh, this podcast. Moving on, moving on. That, that hit a low point. Oh, shit. Um, feels. We're moving on to, we're, we're, we're starting a new little segment. Oh, movie of the week. We're going to, each episode, we're going to try and uh, explore maybe a a movie or a director or something in that field. And uh, we're just going to talk about our thoughts and things. So this week we've sort of, uh, we pre-organized this and um, 
figured out something that we've all sort of seen that's uh, that's been in the public eye a little bit. And um, so this week we are focusing on the Safdie brothers and we're looking at mainly their two uh, feature releases of uh, Uncut Gems and Good Time. I have not seen their debut film, which you have. Yes, Heaven Knows What, which is... Wow, what a, what a talk about an experience! Yeah, I, I recommend everybody watches that. You might be pleasant experience, but it's an experience nonetheless, and I mm. think that's what's important. Wow, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I guess we just go. Did you just last week? Was this on last week? Uh, film of the week. Film of yeah. the week. Yeah, we had the Sound do? of Metal. Sound of Metal last oh, week. Okay. You seen that? Um, no, Riz Ahmed. No, Riz Ahmed. Incredible. Incredible. Must watch those yeah. who haven't seen it yet. Definitely Loved go it. watch. Didn't hit me initially, but then he just hit me for six, like ten minutes later when I was reflecting. I was like, "Whoa!" What's her name? Olivia Cook. Yep. To me, and I love Olivia Cook. Yeah, Olivia looks amazing. She's beautiful. Me yeah, and the dying yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> She's cool. You guys said that in sync, so you guys are definitely good that friends. Was really, really cute. That was like a moment in time. That was a moment. I felt that. That really hit. Um. So anyway. wait, I reckon we'll go. Which one do we prefer? Good time or uncut gems? You go. Um, I think, I think, um. Maybe oh, good time is just so interesting. But I'll because of Kevin Garnett, I'll, I'll say Uncut Gems. Yeah. Interesting. I'm a good time guy. I am also a good. You both good time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I very much enjoyed it more. Um, so Uncut Gems, what was your sort of? I don't know. What do you like about it? Okay. What, what did you take? I love Adam Sandler. That's for starters. I love Adam Sandler. The guys. Awesome. And there's something about with me. There's something about range with actors that I love. Um. Yeah, whenever I, whenever I, you know, you get used to actors being like just comedian. Steve Carell's my maybe my favorite favorite actor, mm. and to see like the contrast that he can do, you know, with dramas and then comedies. Now Adam Sandler, you know, you see that with Adam Sandler. Um, Was and that he the first it. drama you've seen him in? I think so, because <laughs> it was also in Punch Drunk Love. He was I think PTA. Was unbelievable. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, watch that as it. well. But that was... When did that come out? I think 2000. Might yeah. Start, so, or 99 or 2000, I think. So that's also another drama where you can look at the two different yeah. sides of him. No, but I love yeah. range. Yeah. Anyway. Um, And then obviously being a basketball guy, Kevin Garnett was in, which, which is a dog. Hey, yo, KG. That's like KG. 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 It's like stuck in my head, KG. KG. <laughs> <laughs> to, to see him play like himself, but like years, years ago, it's just dope. Um, But yeah, I loved Uncut Gems. Um. Yeah, great film. It's dope. Look, I I did enjoy it, but I just feel like it didn't hit me as well as Good Time did. I feel like just because the Safdie brothers have a very unique, um, very unique look and style and feel, where everything is super intense. Uh, so many close-ups, so many handheld shots. The music is just elevated, and you just go the whole time. It's uh, Can't take it's a break. definitely a ride, and I feel like. Uncut Gems was that. It was like super chaotic at some time. Like there wasn't a lot of breaks in between. Whereas Good Time, I feel like it had those moments where, you know, where he is in the bedroom at the house and it sort of dies down a little bit and then it picks up again. Ebbs and, and flows nicely. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like Uncut Gems, it just hits you the whole time. And it's just go, go, go. And it's very, uh, I don't know. It's not. It wasn't, Climatic. Yeah. It wasn't like hard to follow, but I feel like I just didn't 
I don't know. Mm. I didn't get into it as much. It was much. very anxiety-inducing It for me. was. Like, I just felt the whole sense of anxiety the whole time. Yes. Like, I just knew something bad was going to happen to the Adam yeah. Sandler character. Mm. The whole time, I was just like, what's going to happen to yeah, this guy? Too yeah. much at stake. Every yeah, and then that diamond, whatever that was, it a diamond? Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, yeah, and he's like trying to get the diamond back and he can't get it back. I just felt so much stress. I'm just like stressing and stressing. I'm like, something bad's going to happen. Something bad's going to happen to him. Something bad's going to happen to him. Yeah. Every single time, he's in this perpetual state of something bad is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt that, which I kind of like. I yeah. like that in a way because it's, I'm immersed. Like I don't, I saw it in a way where I was like, I was feeling something. And if I'm feeling something, I'm, it must be doing something to me. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah, like you, I do prefer good time. I just felt that got really under my skin. Yes. Like it just, like the whole character, the Rob Pattinson character, like his eyes, his hair, mm. like just the echo jumper, like that, that, that his whole persona was so, immersive to me mm. and the sound design was insane for that movie as well that one scene where they pour like all that acid on that oh guy God. man do you know, do you know who that guy someone do you know who that guy was he was from um, barkhard abdi from uh captain captain phillips, phillips yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tom, yeah. Hanks movie. tom hanks is in that right yeah 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 so like that scene like stuck in my mind as one of the most like insane scenes i've ever seen all that acid the guy like consumed all that acid i'm just like what the hell would it And then you see him you? in the ambulance, the, just yeah. like gibberish. Fully, yeah. lo- like not even knowing what, what, what's going in, what's happening. You yeah. Know? The, one, no. th- one thing I love about films is the first scene. Sometimes like there'll be just be a perfect first scene. Like for example, The Dark Knight, you know. Oh, that's, that's the most perfect first scene I reckon. And seeing the first scene of, um, what's it? One of the Safdie brothers who was in it. Ben. Josh? I think it's Josh. Was it Benny? When he Benny, pretty sure it was Benny. When was he's Benny? in the when he's in the Damn. seat, when he's wrong. in the seat, um, yeah. you know, with the with whoever it was, mm. that first scene I loved, and that's oh, with like interrogating him. That was yeah, a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, Benny yeah. is. Oh, Benny's the actor. Yeah, yeah, that's really. Cool. And you see, you see the emotion in, in his eyes, and he starts crying and everything. Yeah, I love that first. That scene. was a really good scene. He got like that's a. I think that's a good point. Z. like first scenes are important. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm. Their relationship in Good Time was really weird. Like, they were brothers, but I don't know. They were just sort of on edge the whole time. And the Robin Pattinson uh, character, he was just... He was just, yeah. So impulsive. I know. There was no thought in anything. It was just go, go, go. Like, he he obviously clearly had no idea of what he wanted to do in the field. Like, he was just totally caught up in that whole underworld you of think, whatever he was in, you know. You think that he only cared about himself, but that there's times where he did, he, you know. He, but did he really? The effort that the effort that he went into to get his his brother out of the hospital and out of jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, yeah. I don't know. It all, it got to a point where it all just escalated, mm. and it was really intense at some point, mm. and like especially like you said, when they go to that adventure park or whatever it is. E- even even during the hospital, when he's on, he get, gets him on the bus, and then he's at that woman's house, and he finds out it's not his brother. During that, that was like, crazy. That scene, my goodness, yeah, yeah, unreal. That guy's a good actor. That Italian guy, I think, he was in jail and stuff. He's like, he's, he's a full like, yeah. The guy that they that got out of jail, the actual actor, is like really in sort of immersed in that actual world, mm. and they sort of plucked him out of it. And he's like an actor now, but yeah, that was cool to see a, a real life guy who's a part of that world, a part of that movie as well. Mm. I like that about, like, we were talking that about, that about that yeah. last week with our Sound of Metal. But, yeah, with um, the deaf characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when, mm. like, directors do that. They can pluck connection out to the real a world. sense of, yeah, con- yeah, that's, oh, that's why I said the connection to the real world. Yeah. 
Yeah. Pat on the back for Tim. Hey, good tick hey, for you. Hey, tick. that's a tick. Hey, that's, that's your tick. tick. That's your tick. That's You're your that green back. tick. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it going. You guys are giving each other ticks. Yeah, we'll do red and ticks and crosses, ticks basically. And, yeah, oh, okay. there was a lot in the first episode, but yeah, not today. Was. Everyone's done really well. Yeah, it's yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Um, let me just point one more thing out. It was um with the two films. It was uh interesting about the hype, I guess, and the distribution and everything. Do you know if Good Time got a uh, cinema release or not? He uh, might have got like a Sun Theater or something, or because we all saw it on stream. Yeah. Yes. Likewise so, with Uncut Gems. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I was just about to get to that. So when Uncut Gems came out, literally everyone knew about it. I don't know if it was the marketing or just because it was on Netflix yeah, or it was yeah. on the front page. It was right there. It was, like there. Front page it was Adam Sandler. Literally everyone watched it. Like even like you know. Not your everyday film, you know, aficionados, you know. Everyone had seen it. Whereas we're like, oh, have you seen Good Time? They're like, what's that? And there was just such a major difference between the two films. Huge disconnect, yeah. Yeah, it was really interesting. Um, So I don't know. I don't know uh, what that means about, you know, streaming and things like that. Um, The power of, you know, Netflix these days. Well, I watched Uncle James as soon as it came out. Good Time. What time? What year did... Good time come out? Like 2017, 2018. Yeah. And you watched it year. after it. Yeah, exactly. It exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's, Most uh, people that didn't even it. know that about it. it. So that's yeah. that, that was just wild. Like so many people had seen Uncut Gems and they were talking about it, how good it is. Oh, did you see that? It was super intense. And they're like, oh, I've seen Good Time. I'm like, no. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's. I think the, the Netflix push really helped it. Yeah. And Adam Sandler. Attach Adam Sandler to anything everyone's going to watch. Yeah. He's the Happy Gilmore guy, right? Like, he did that yeah. little video last week where he posted on Facebook after playing the golf. anniversary playing golf. Yeah. And the whole world is in an uproar. So, I reckon throw Adam Sandler ESPN, in there. ESPN. Throw it in the middle it, yeah. of Netflix. <laughs> like, you're going to get a you're gonna get a reaction. Yeah. You know, definitely a lot more, I reckon. Would you say Rob Patterson's on that level? Dude, I reckon right now he's probably my favorite actor working. I love him. Really? I think he's an incredibly diverse actor. He kills every role he's in. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of the guy. I, honestly, humongous fan. Yeah. I think he's incredibly... I agree. Yeah, adept at what he does. So many unreal roles. Cedric Diggory. Is that, uh, that his Twilight? Uh, is that his Twilight? No, no, no Twilight. Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire. Yeah, Damn. Yeah. I'm not well-versed in the Harry Potter series. Sorry. <gasps> I apologize. I apologize. You've never seen Harry Potter? I've seen oh, most okay, of them, okay. but I've forgotten a lot of it. You like Harry Potter? It's great. Oh, mate. I try to watch the first couple. Harry Can't Potter. Do it, man. The pacing, the sound design, Harry Potter just being a, you know, Tony. spoiled brat, wanting everything. No, no, no. Being Tony. angsty. I'm just like, who's no, this kid? No, he deserves no, no. everything. Come on, Harry Potter. Tony, Harry Potter is the greatest franchise ever made. Wow. Ever made Hot I'm take not, I'm Look, not tripping I'm gonna have to think about that one I don't know if I agree Sorry. Harry Potter is unbelievable Look It's good as you're a kid I think as a kid it's cool But I think as I, as I rewatched it Like I think I watched it last year the, I think it was The Philosopher's Stone Or Chamber of Secrets Or it was And I was just like mm. Is this franchise as a whole Or just films Or just books Or what are we talking Just the whole thing in general Timmy Timmy The books are cute Timmy. Oh, the books. I don't even I not, haven't, re- not I haven't inclu- read them Not so including that's why. Not, I'm just talking about the films Okay okay Harry Potter is the greatest franchise Ever made Okay sure. big call We'll, we'll big have call. to take that To the listeners at home Definitely uh, But I'm, I'm, I am I respect the bravado From Z To make that claim Yeah, yeah. That's I don't personally agree with it But yeah. that's the beauty Of conversation Z yeah, we can agree to disagree, brother. You know what's what your mean? What's yours? Franchise. Oh, um, look, I'm not a humongous franchise guy now. So I know I haven't watched all the Star Wars movies. I haven't watched all the Lord of the Rings movies, which I probably should mm. if I call myself a guy who likes films. Yeah, but I don't really know, man. I love. I do like the Rocky movies. I, I like Rocky One specifically. That's my favorite Rocky movie. 
But I, I don't know many. I mean, I like the Blade, Blade Runner franchise, if we can call that a franchise. Yeah, you can call it a franchise. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably say that. Is uh, anything with a sequel a franchise? Well, mm, is a dark. Is, is, it is three? Well, you know, it's Batman. Dark. Yeah, probably. I'd say Batman trilogy is incredible. Yeah. I'd say that too. Yeah, yeah that's a good Speaking question. Speaking of Rob Patterson, right? Yeah, yeah. speaking yeah. of Rob Patterson, yeah. that's a good question. Is every franchise based off a sequel? It's, I'm not sure. Yeah. Or is it whatever, like some sort of multimedia cultural movement? Because I'm thinking of stuff like. Um, Indiana Jones and mm. all those mm. special Spielberg ones that he's done you know what I mean Yeah. the Jaws ones and stuff so yeah look I'm not sure yeah. we'll, have, we'll have to come back to that one for sure yeah um, we'll just quickly go around the room and uh, go through what we've been watching recently so Z we'll start with you just uh, anything start with you start with you start with you start with me yeah yeah I gotta think <laughs> I've, I've just blanked like in yeah this I just tea, blanked that's tea, why I threw it back right, at we'll you, with you. you I'm still watching Mad Men and loving Mad every Man. single second and minute of that brilliant show mm. that's all I'm watching at the moment wow to me wait let me check my watch list oh no okay uh, I've been watching the uh, Tottenham documentary oh I've seen that Amazon Prime Tottenham good. Hotspur yeah. uh, EPL team uh, yeah really enjoy it. it's really a good. lot of people have seen it I didn't watch it yet I was late to the party but uh yeah, it's pretty good. I actually rate it. It goes uh, in and behind the scenes of the of the club hmm. back when uh, Jose Mourinho took and over. And Jose, Jose is such Jose. a... That guy's an enigmatic guy, man. That guy, if you talk at the definition of charisma, wow. I feel like he's the definition of charisma. Unreal. He's just hilarious. It's so entertaining. Really great doco. Um, you should watch it. Amazon Prime. We're not plugging here, but... No plug. No plug. No plug. Um, yeah, really good. Um, some films, let me just go through. So I've watched... Uh, We'll just go through like the last few. So, Art of Self Defense, I watched. Unreal film. Great. Love really that movie great. very Jesse much. Eisenberg. That was my favorite movie of that year. Oh, is that? Yeah. yeah. Jesse Eisenberg. Mm-hmm. I love that, that movie so much. Super underrated. Like, unreal. Like, Quirky. I love those, like, you know, little films, not big budgets, but they just absolutely deliver. And it hits you. Great experience. Makes you think. Must watch. Art of Self Defense. I watched uh, Malcolm and Marie on Netflix. I, I don't recommend. I mean, yeah, sure, watch it, but. I feel like there's no just there's no substance to it at all. I mean, really interesting concept. Two characters in a you know interesting relationship. And they're just arguing the whole time. It's yeah, really yeah. interesting that's idea. The but Washington, yeah, that's John what's his John name? John David Washington. John David Washington. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so watch that on Netflix. Interesting to watch. I don't know. I personally wasn't a fan. Um, last one I'll go through. Oh no, a couple more. Short Term Twelve. I watched. Really great film starring Brie Larson, Lakeith Stanfield. Cool. I like Lakeith he's Stanfield. Um, yeah, he's um, awesome. He just turns everything into We were ranting about Lakeith Stanfield the other awesome. day. He he's just turns great. everything he's into gold. Talking about how he's he just came onto actor. the scene like that. He owns every role he does. I like him so much. He's great. Tim, you've seen, you've seen Atlanta. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. What show? Have you seen it? Yeah. Wow. Do, you, do you know which uh, which episode I'm thinking of? Uh, right tell now. me the one you're thinking of. Um, What's it called? <laughs> Is there, multiple, is there multiple seasons? No, no, no seasons. they stopped at two. two. There's two, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen season one. I don't think I've seen the second season. Oh, you haven't seen season one? No. Oh, okay, I'm not going to say it then. Oh, I yeah. don't know. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll do want to watch it eventually. Yeah. No, he's great. Lakeith. Yeah. Yeah, I love Lakeith. Um, so, yeah, that's. Uh, I've just been going on movie runs lately. I've, I've got a good run going, and as I've said before, I'm definitely a mood watcher, so it definitely comes in waves as to when I watch films. But, yeah, definitely in a film mood, and... um. Obviously, uh, the uh, Golden Globes were just on, so I'll, I'll look to have a look at the norms and see what's yeah. trending at the moment, and yeah. maybe go through them as well and have a, have a watch. But uh, T, I've been I don't know, I've been pretty quiet on the movie front to be honest. So I haven't really with, uh, watched all that much. You yeah. know, 
Uh, so I have watched a couple of movies. I watched First Cow. Mm. You heard of that? Yes. That was really good. That like the, I just loved everything about the soundscapes. So it was really subtle. So like there was a you know really basic film mm. that didn't really have much going on, but it was just hearing the characters walk through the jungle and hearing those sounds of the leaves crushing and you know then they're making a fire and then the fire crackling and the kindling and it was a really immersive experience i felt like i was in nature when i watched it therapeutic it was it was definitely therapeutic and people call it slow but back to that point i made before yeah i'd like slow movies because i don't really need to be entertained 24 7 Mm. yeah so that was one that sort of comes through in the last couple of weeks that i've seen and i really really enjoyed so yeah yeah z any other points um I'm watching The Office again for like the seventh time. Which one? The mm-hmm. Office. US or UK? Yeah, US. US I'm obsessed is, with it. US is better. Um, what I watched last night. Yeah, my favorite depressing movie of all time, Manchester by the Sea. Oh my God. Great film. Dude, what a movie. <laughs> depressing. My God. That rips. That, you actually can't function for the whole day after you watch it. It's yeah. so hard. Yeah, yeah. The guilt. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, unbelievable. When, he, when he's in the interrogation room, oh but he's not God. getting interrogated. And then he goes, wait, so I can leave? And then that, you know, that scene right after when he's walking to the police station. Oh my God, don't even. Yeah, that's heavy. I remember that one scene when he reunites with his... (sighs) Michelle Williams. Yeah, that's that's really heavy. Incredible film. Unreal. Yeah. Definitely a must watch. I don't know whether you... It's a masterpiece. Yeah. Whether you watch depressing films when you're in a depressing mood or the other way, when you're happy and you watch a depressing or... You know, I mean, watching a depressing film while you're depressing just won't really do anything. Just, you know. I mean, I definitely watch sadder movies when I'm not. Mm. Like, really, I, can't, I think I'm the other way around. I can't watch. I'm like, I can't be in an uplifting, happy mood and then go into a super emotional. I mean, yeah, I'm not too sure on that one. What's the saddest film you've watched? Oh, I can't. I can't say. You I've can't got say. no clue. I'm bad with uh, on the spot. Yeah, but, uh, no. Manchester by the Sea is definitely up there. It's definitely up there. I would say it's probably the one of the most. It, it's in, v- extremely heavy. Requiem, Requiem for a Dream is intense. I yes. have never seen mm, Requiem for a Dream. Oh yeah. my god, man! That last ten minutes, like you know, Saft is a frantic, but the way the camera cuts between the characters who are just literally spiraling out of control. It's a journey that stays with you. Like it's, that movie still stayed with me for as long as I live. Like it's so. Oh my god! I can't even like I can't even put it into words. That's one of those, hey. Oh, it's one of those under the skin yeah. ones that literally like lives under your skin. It doesn't just go there. It literally like finds a home, immerses itself, and says, "I'm here to remind you." Whenever you think of that movie or what that movie was, yeah, that's that what was Parasite in, was to me. Parasite was that intense feeling, as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Parasite was great. That feeling where you just you can't sit still. Yeah. Blue Valentine's pretty depressing. Is mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Yeah. Really great though. Incredible. One of my favorites. But yeah, very yeah. You feel a lot when you watch that. Was, um, if you're a human. Who did that one? What's his name? Derek. Derek, Derek. Sound France. Yep. It's awesome director. Huge yeah. fan. Definitely check him out. Ladies and gentlemen. Wow, what a list of films. That was on. Un- we that just went on time. an absolute rant. That was tirade. Unreal. Call it a tirade. What did we start with? Uncut Gems and Uncut Gems and Good Time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's about it. But then we went on a tirade and just went hard. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to do what you got to do. you got to do what you got to do. Love that. Anyway, we've uh, we've come to the end of the episode um first of all z we really appreciate you coming onto the show it's great listening to uh even though we're like you know super close friends and we have been for a while yeah i I felt like i've i've 
taken another another step you know i'm yeah. definitely hearing more details and it's really interesting seeing the the full scope of things so uh, oh, thanks to me yeah we appreciate you coming on and uh breaking down the life story for us and um <laughs> yeah we definitely nah, learned a thing sure. or two. Yeah. it's been awesome thanks for coming man and yeah. obviously like i said got to know you a little bit even before this but now we we have a real now we've met yeah landscape of what you're yeah. like as a person you're obviously a very creative person and you're, you're you're finding your feet and that's the, that's the beauty of the creative world yeah, yeah that's is. exactly right that's awesome yeah, guys thanks for coming dude no worries yeah and uh to all the listeners out there we appreciate you tuning in um we hope you enjoyed the conversation and i hope you connected to a thing or two um as always we will be uploading the audio uh podcast uh, apple podcast spotify you know wherever you tune in we all, we are also filming, so we will be posting that on YouTube. So tune into our YouTube channel. Uh, the link will be in the district in the description or at the end of the video. Um, and also for all the films that we sort of talked about, discussed, any recommendations or things or even music or whatever else that we uh, discuss on the pod, you can find that on our website. Uh, there'll be links to everything. So if you want to suss them out, check them out, please do. And um, yeah, we thank you all for tuning in. Um, this is episode two. This is Creative Curiosity. I'm Timothy. This is Anthony. Thank you. Thank you all guys very much. Have a great week. Have a great month. And all the very best. We will see you all in the next one. Cheers. Bye.